0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, September 16th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Dowling. Here's today's headlines: Solutions to ag burning ban. Disaster raid likely not in CR and rail strike averted. Processors seek reliable alternatives to burning. Roger Isom, President CEO of Western Agriculture Processors Association, hopes to revive a collaborative effort to find alternative to open burning in the San Joaquin Valley. The state last year approved a ban on nearly all ag burning by 2025 and allocated $180 million to finding alternatives. At a meeting of the local air district's governing board yesterday, Isom noted the funding is not in perpetuity and long-term solutions are needed. He called for reinvigorating the California Clean Biomass Collaborative. The public-private partnership formed after the legislature passed the first burning prohibitions in 2005. ISOM proposed building plants to turn ag waste into renewable diesel, cellulosic ethanol, or biochar, or electricity. Over the last 20 years, the Valley has lost 15 out of 20 biomass plants, that, according to the district. Hoven: Disaster aid will have to wait. USDA has provided lawmakers with some estimates of what producers need in disaster assistance this year. But the top Republican on the Senate Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee says Congress is unlikely to include the funding in the continuing resolution that Congress needs to pass by September 30 to avert a government shutdown. Senator John Hoeven, the North Dakota Republican, tells AgriPulse the disaster aid is more likely to be folded into an omnibus spending bill that Congress considers in its lame duck session. Hoeven would not disclose the USDA estimate. Yes, they've given me numbers. I don't think it's likely that it's going to be in the CR. SEC Chair Trying to Allay Farm Concerns Securities and Exchange Commission Chairman Gary Gensler has heard the concerns expressed by agriculture groups about the agency's proposal that would require public companies to disclose their greenhouse gas emissions. But he hasn't quite allayed those concerns yet. At a Senate Banking Committee hearing yesterday, Gensler said, quote, there's no goal to touch farmers in any of the states you represent or ranchers. But Matt Herrick of the International Dairy Foods Association calls that assertion surprising given that the proposal, quote, clearly impacts the full food supply chain from farm to table. If the SEC moves ahead with Scope 3 disclosure requirements, then they must provide adequate time for implementation, and they must account for how the proposed rule allows producers to demonstrate to investors that they are making important reductions in greenhouse gas emissions, said Herrick, an IDFA senior vice president. The American Farm Bureau Federation said it was encouraged to hear Gensler's testimony. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association continues to call for limits in the proposal, quote, to avoid unintentional impacts to farms and ranches. Now, going forward, the SEC will still require Scope 3 emission reporting, but also will take pains to demonstrate it has heard the concerns of farm groups as it crafts a final rule. Whether that translates into substantial weakening of the proposed requirements, that still remains to be seen. No strike, but fertilizer may be delayed. Farm groups are applauding the Biden administration for working with labor unions to avert a strike of the nation's major railroads. But there could be some lingering effects from the last-minute agreement announced early yesterday. Shipments of anhydrous ammonia had been halted on Monday as a precautionary measure. The embargo was lifted yesterday, but there will likely, quote, be some lag time as those delayed shipments move through the system and things ramp back up to full force again. That was the word of Chris Glenn, a spokesman for the Fertilizer Institute. Newhouse. Now's the best chance for ag labor reform. A House GOP advocate for expanding the H-2A program for foreign farm workers says it's critical that lawmakers pass a bill this Congress. This is our best chance politically to get it done, Representative Dan Newhouse of Washington says in an interview with AgriPulse Newsmakers. With a new Congress, we're going to bring a whole lot of new faces in and basically have to start all over. Newhouse insists negotiators are, quote, getting close to resolving the American Farm Bureau Federation's concerns about the House-passed Farm Workforce Modernization Act. AFBF has long been worried about a provision that would allow H-2A workers to sue employers. Newsmakers will be available later today at AgriPulse.com. NPPC. Prop 12 will hurt small producers and fuel mergers. Representatives of the nation's hog producers are warning that California's animal housing law would lead to more of the industry consolidation that the Biden administration says it wants to stop. The National Pork Producers Council President Terry Walters told reporters yesterday that retrofitting housing facilities cost about $3,500 per sow to offer the kind of room required by California's Prop 12. The initiative, which NPPC and the American Farm Bureau Federation are challenging in the Supreme Court, would ban the sale of pork produced from a pig birthed by a sow that had less than 24 square feet of space in its pen. The companies that are larger, well, they're going to be able to withstand the cost changes, Walter said. So with that concern, you're going to drive consolidation, which is against what this administration in particular has been speaking against, right? So I'm concerned about the individual independent family farmer, which is what keeps rural America alive. Keep in mind, the Supreme Court arguments will be held October 11. Finally, here's today's He Said It. Please provide some light at the end of the COVID-19 tunnel. This can't go on forever. That Michael Miller, a government relations director for the California Association of Wine Grape Growers. He urged the governing board for Cal-OSHA to sunset its COVID-19 workplace protections in a year or less rather than the two-year readoption under consideration. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, September 16th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.